Natasha Torres. I'm a spinning teacher, a recovering academic, and the founder of SheepSpot, where we're on a mission to revolutionize spinning education by using the power of online courses and communities to help spinners make more yarns they love and enjoy every step of the process. These days, I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner. Now, many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning allows me to express myself creatively and quiet my mind no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created this podcast to give you both a clear strategy to become a skilled, confident, and versatile spinner, and lots of quick, actionable tactics that will level up your yarn making quickly and easily. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad that you're here. What the heck is spin school? Anyway, and is it for you? I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. Hello there, darling sheep spotter. Welcome to episode 93 of the Sheep Spot podcast. I'm Sasha, and my job is to help you make more yarns you love. Since I wasn't podcasting when I started Spin School, I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about it here so you all know what it is and why it is and whether it might be right for you or for someone you know. So Spin School is a five-month course for new and self-taught spinners in the fundamentals of hand spinning. We cover wheel mechanics and maintenance, worsted and woolen drafting techniques, a variety of plying techniques, finishing both woolen and worsted yarns. We talk about using hand-spun yarn in projects, fiber, and how to spin common fiber preparation. So it introduces students to six of the pillars of skillful spinning and one meta pillar. It covers quite a lot of ground. Most of the curriculum of Spin School was developed for a different program for the Sheep Spotter Society. And the Sheep Spotter Society was a membership that I started in 2019. Um, and so it wasn't a class, it was a membership. And after teaching it for a few years, I realized that it would work much better in a class format because I really wanted the students to encounter the pillars in a very specific order. I wanted everyone to start with wheel mechanics because if you don't, if you don't know how your wheel works, you're going to be in a world of hurt. So wheel mechanics, <laughs> wheel mechanics, then drafting, then plying, then finishing, etc. And this was an issue with the membership because not everybody joined at the same time. And then the other issue with the membership was that if someone left the membership, they no longer had access to the materials. And especially for those really fundamental first few pillars, wheel mechanics, drafting, plying, that just didn't, it never really sat right with me. I wanted students to be able to return to those lessons if they needed to. So long story short, I made Sheep Spotter Society into a course. And when I say that I made those materials into a course, I 
did, I went through everything. I did some reorganizing. I reshot and I re-edited all the lessons. When I started Sheep Spotter Society, I was a total newbie at video. I knew nothing. And I was constantly having trouble with sound quality. I didn't know how to edit. And it was just all a bit of a mess. And thank you, thank you, thank you, if you're listening to this and you were in that early cohort of, of Sheep Spotter Society, because you were so patient with me. Um, but in the four years of actually running that program, I learned a ton about lighting, about sound, I got a better camera. And I'm while I'm by no means a great video editor, I did make a real effort to really learn how Final Cut Pro worked. And I've gotten much better. And I really wanted the course to reflect that. So I just redid the entire thing. And I'm really proud of how it turned out. I think there are three important things to know about Spin School. So the first thing is that it's really designed to be a complete introduction to what spinners need to focus on as they're getting started. And I paid a lot of attention to how the information is sequenced. I think one of the most challenging things about learning to spin is knowing what to work on when and I really wanted to solve that problem with a well-thought-out sequence that would lead spinners through the entire yarn-making process, from setting up the wheel to spinning the singles to plying to finishing and, and then completing a small project with their yarn. And then, then with those basics in place, the final module is designed to give students the tools they need to keep on exploring on their own by introducing them to a range of fibers and fiber preps. So the idea is you go through spin school, you get introduced to all these topics, and then at the end of the course, I give you a little overview on fiber and a little overview on how to spin different preps, and then you can experiment on your own. the second thing that I think is important about spin school and that I'm really, I'm really glad I had this idea. So it's designed for new and self-taught spinners. And I often have people come into my community who have been spinning for a while on their own. They haven't ever really had any formal spinning instruction and they aren't making progress as quickly as they would like. And in fact, that describes the vast majority of people who come into my online community, the flock. Most of them have taught themselves to spin. And a lot of them have kind of cobbled together a way of spinning, but there are often really big gaps in their knowledge. So for them, I've tried to create an experience that will help them fill those gaps, unlearn any unhelpful habits they may have picked up along the way, and just become more versatile as spinners, be able to make more different kinds of yarn. And in some ways, the brand new spinners in the course, I think have an easier time of it because they're starting with the best practices from the beginning. There's nothing they have to unlearn. Um, But that's the second thing, that it's really designed for new and for self-taught spinners who have been at it for a while, but just aren't happy with uh, how they're progressing. And then finally, because I had 
four years of refining the Sheep Spotter Society curriculum while working with real live spinners, my members in that community, I know that Spin School works because it's already worked for hundreds of spinners. And I think there are a couple of reasons that Spin School works. One is that we focus, we just focus on one pillar of skillful spinning at a time. So nobody gets overwhelmed. I think a lot of new spinners have the experience um, when they're getting started, and they're still just trying to figure out how to treadle and draft, right? And all this information is coming at them about plying and fiber and all the things. And it can really be easy to get overwhelmed. So we focus on one thing at a time. Um, And it's because I don't want to overload anybody's circuits, right? We take it step by step. And the second is that there's lots of time to practice what you learn in each pillar. Um, So the course is five months long, which seems like a really long time for an online course. But, you know, life intervenes and we're all doing way too much. So that practice time, that implementation time in the course is really important. So if you think that spin school might be useful for you or for someone you know, We offer the course twice a year in March and September. And if you're interested, you can follow the link in the show notes to get a notification when we open up the doors. If you know someone who might benefit from Spin School, I would really, really appreciate it if you would share this episode with them. Maybe they're struggling a little bit. Um, I really, my, my job is, my job in the world now is to get spinners to making yarn that they really, really love faster, more easily with less frustration, less overwhelm. So if you know someone who might benefit from that, please, please uh, pass this episode along to them. I would be so appreciative. So you can comment on this episode and you can discuss it with other listeners in a dedicated thread on the flock, which is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners at all level. I will link to the thread in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 93. So that is it for me this time. I will be back next time when we will kick off our March focus And our March focus is going to be on using your hand spun yarns. I've got tons and tons of tips and tricks coming for you. So um, be sure to tune in for that uh, focus on using your hand spun yarn. And while you're waiting for the next episode, spin something. You know it will do you good. Have you joined the flock yet? The Flock is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. As a member, you'll get access to a complete library of podcast episodes, all the free resources I've created for the podcast, several self-guided challenges, our Friday spinning check-in, and more. Head to theflock.sheepspot.com to sign up. (laughs) 